Hello, and welcome to the Knitted Socks Only podcast, episode number 52. Thank you for joining, and my name's M. For those of you that have listened before, welcome back. And for those of you that are new, I really appreciate you joining. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, you know, see what I'm knitting, things of that nature, you can reach me on Instagram at Knitted Socks Only. You can also uh, reach me at Knitted Socks Only at gmail.com. You can visit my website. I have a list of all the yarn in my yarn stash. Um, call and the website's knittedsocksonly.com. So let's go ahead and get started. So this weekend, the 29th of April, is local yarn store day. I'm so excited. But because I knew it was going to be local yarn store day, I went ahead and stopped by a little early to see what was new and available. Um, I think I mentioned last time I finished my um, Chameleon Socks, the Chameleon Yarn by Malabrigo. So that was really exciting. I am now working on what I call my Waffle Socks. They are in a pattern. It's not the traditional waffle pattern, though, I realized. But what I'm doing is a knit one, purl one, all the way around in a three plus one. Um, So I've got 19 on each needle. And then I'm doing a knit one, purl one, all the way around. And then a purl one, knit one, all the way around. And then knitting all the way around. And then purling all the way around. So it's a set of four. And it's turning out looking like fuzzy socks. So it's really cool. I'm really excited about it. Um, So I'm doing that in my... um, If you take a look, it is the youth... U R T H yarns, the Uneek. It's 100% extra fine superwash merino. It's color number 3004. It's 435 um, yards. So I'm doing a sock with it. So that is going to be really awesome and cool. So I'm also working on my sweater. Haven't really touched it in a while. I've been really into this. For some reason, socks just keep my attention longer. And because I'm doing a four row or a four round pattern, I have to be really like, I have to do four rows when I sit down and knit. I can't just do two and walk away. I have to make sure I do four at a time. So I've been doing that. I am, I have done a set of 32 plus my five knitting all the way around. So I get the curled um, cuff, which is really exciting for me. So I've been really excited about that. So I went ahead and got some yarn this week at my local yarn store. So Euphoria Knits, um, you can reach them at euphoriaknits.com has started a knit club so i get and i purchase each one of her yarns for the for the month she's i think started this in january if i remember correctly let's see here that's april march january yes so she started this in january her first one was called sweater weather and what's neat about this is when you purchase the yarn you get a sticker 
It's a really nice sticker, so I'm really excited about that. So I got January's, which was, of course, um, sweater weather, which was a stamp of a sweater. So that was really cool. And then February was called Knitting Mittens. And it is a kind of a purplish color. The sweater one's kind of some primarily white with some blue in it. This one is more purple with white and some browns in it. And then that's February. So March's was called London Fog. So it's really gorgeous. It's like lighter purples with gray. And I'm just so excited by that. And then April, of course, was called Knit Owl. So it's got some blues and purples and browns and white. It's just really pretty. So I'm going to be doing that. So that's really exciting. I'm going to go make sure I go to the yarn store each month and pick up the new months. So I've got April's. I now need to get May's. Um, what's awesome is, is and I know this sounds really funny, but... I love hand winding yarn. It's just, I think we talked about this last episode, how it's just so calming and relaxing for me. So I now have four skeins of yarn, of course. And I also bought another pair of US size one knitting needles because I figured, well, if I bought all this yarn that I might as well get another size US one. I tried using a US size two on knitting when I was doing, when I, if you saw me on Instagram, and I think I talked about this last episode with my waffle socks, I was going to put a, um, what they called lettuce. So Malabrigo's got a yarn called lettuce and I was going to add it to the, essentially what's a rainbow colored stri self-striping sock. And I just didn't really want that. I was like, and, but it helped the green helped a lot. It's just, I put it on us size two and it was huge. Even when I reduced stitches, it was just huge. And then I put it on a US size one, it was too tight. So I got rid of the green and put my yarn on US size ones and kept it there and just said, look, I'm just gonna have to deal with it being self-striping. But phenomenal enough, we all know M's abrasion, you know, adverse reaction to the self-striping yarn. I just it just crawls underneath my skin and I don't like it. The waffle pattern helps me with that because it doesn't look so self-striping-ish because it's got a lot of bumps because of the purling. So absolutely love it. It's phenomenal. My Euphoria Knit Socks will be up on the Yarn Stash um, site, part of my website on knitted, uh, knittedsocksonly.com. I'll have them listed Friday so you guys can see what I've got or not see, but read about it. So I'm going to be knitting socks with those, of course, because that's just how that is. So, but what's great is, is that it was really interesting. So I went into the yarn store and I asked, hey, do you have any U.S., you know, wool producers or anything like that? And I kind of got this like strange look, like the first time I've ever been asked the question, right? And, you know, the local yarn store, she was great. She said, I think all of our local dyers locally source all their yarn, which I, I, I will admit, I probably, if it's not Malabrigo, most of the yarn I'm purchasing is from local dyers like Euphoria Knits. 
And so if they locally source their yarn, then I am all excited about that. And I am all in support of helping local dyers. So I am really excited by that. So Saturday, let's talk about local yarn store day. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go probably get a skein of yarn at each one of the local yarn stores that is open. And I'm going to pick up something because it's just, it's good to go out and support local yarn stores. And, you know, I was sitting there and I re-listened to the end of the book I was listening to the other day um, by Clara Parks. Let's see here. It was the, um, oh, is it Vanishing Fleece? And so Vanishing Fleece talks about her journey from getting a getting wool and making it yarn right goes through that and the dyeing process which is phenomenal it's similar to the concept of unraveling um but when i was reading the book it was kind of like she was talking about how the wool industry in america is just dying off and that w- what they have found with the international um wool association the American Wool Association has pretty much determined or something like that. I'll have the link in the show notes what it is. But she said what was really interesting was that they have found that smaller groups that have these yarn, that have these sheep that are specialized sheep, that local yarn dyers prefer them over the larger herds, which it, but and are we willing to pay more for our yarn? Well, of course, yes. A local dyer and a local skin of yarn is going to be cheaper than when you go to Walmart or any other, you know, Hobby Lobby, Michaels, anywhere like that. And because it's just, it costs more. And it's not because it's made with more illustrious or expensive yarns. It's just... It's just because it's handmade, right? So as a knitter and a crocheter, it's like being paid $2 an hour versus $8 an hour for knitting whatever you knit and selling it. And, you know, we, as knitters, we need to be able to support locally grown sheep and locally, you know, scout, you know, sheep that are sheared here all the way and doing the whole process here in America. I think that's really important. And it's not to say that the wool industry is any better in anywhere else in the world. It's just, you know, with economic times being tough, why not help out a fellow fellow individual in your country? So wherever you're listening from, because I know I have foreign listeners. And so I really encourage you to go and support your local you know, farmers and sheep herders. I think that's really important. And so that's why I'm in, I'm really in search for a local yarn that is near and dear to my state, which is Texas. So I'm going to, I have found a farm that has sheep that they shear and she, I'm assuming winds the yarn and dyes the yarn but she doesn't have a store and she doesn't sell it online. So I've got to go and do some more research, but 
I'm going to be knitting socks like that in June. So just so you're aware. It's it's really exciting. I'm really excited to do it. I think, and what I would love for all of us to do, if you knit a pair of socks with yarn that is essentially sheared from a sheep in your country, scoured in your country, wound in your country, and dyed in your country, and sold in your country, if it is done all in your country or near where you live, please put it out on Instagram. You can tag me in it. I would love to see those socks. You can email me the socks too. I just think this would be a great way to support the local yarn communities that we serve because yarn is more than just the yarn. It's the whole process of making yarn, right? And there's a meme out there that, you know, knitters are practicing a post-apocalyptic craft. And I laugh, but in a lot of ways it's true because clothing has been turn to machines in a lot of ways and so when we start being able to knit and sew and crochet all of our work and weave our yarn it's gonna it's gonna take longer to get yarn I mean clothing it's not just gonna be wear it once wear it twice and out in the garbage it goes just can't do that so I'm really excited to see how this what your socks look like from your country of origin. So I'm really looking forward to that, folks. Um, so my homeless kits, I'm going to start knitting socks um, again for them. I think maybe I have, so I have homeless kits that I work on in the winter. And then I have, I need to make some summer kits. But all I can think of really is just doing socks for them. And... I don't know. I also have socks that, so if you need a pair of socks, want to give somebody a pair of socks, please let me know. I have spare socks. And if you need them in a certain size, please let me know. I have them sitting in like a bag here. And so, cause I just knit them so much and I wear them. I don't wear the socks I'm giving away, but I wear my favorite socks, but there are socks that I make that I love the process of knitting and I love sock making, but sometimes I don't like the yarn. Sometimes it's just not my style, you know, but they're beautiful socks and they may be good for somebody. So I really encourage if there is a pair of socks that you want me to give for a certain celebration, if you don't want me to identify who you are that's fine too just send me just send me a, an email or a dm me on instagram i'm more than willing to give the socks away like you know i i don't mind i've got one pair two pair right now and i'm working on my third you know it's just for whoever needs a pair of socks i'm a firm believer if you need socks come to me i will give you a pair of socks so Anyway, if if that's if that's your cup of tea. Now, if you dye yarn and you want me to test your yarn to see what knits up in as socks, reach out to me. If you want me to buy a skein of yarn to say, hey, can you just knit with this and see what you think? Yes, I will. And I'll tell you exactly what I think in a podcast. It's it's just 
I am more than willing to do that for you guys. So, and for those of you that are returning listeners, you've heard that all before. So, um, as I say, I say it every episode, I have no problems. You know, I, I am here to talk about yarn and my love of socks, but I also want to make it interesting for all of you. So thank you again for listening. And so I am not, I don't know how long it's going to take me to do these socks, these waffle socks. So there's a part of me that really loves the waffle stitch. And then there's a part of me that really hates the waffle stitch because I'm, it's a knit pearl, knit pearl, knit pearl. And it's just so hard to knit like that. I, I don't know why I say that. It's like I'm being like a little kid, but it's just really hard to knit like that. Knit pearl, knit pearl, knit pearl, knit pearl. And, you know, if you set it down to go get a drink of water, to answer a phone call, to go do something, then you gotta look at it and go, where am I at? What am I doing? And why am I doing it this way? It's just, it's not something you can just, at least for me, I can't just sit and watch TV and do it. It's not like just knitting or just purling. I mean, if it was just purling, that'd be one thing. But I think what makes it more difficult is my tension is tighter when I do a knit purl or a knit purl, knit purl, knit purl. It's I tighten it up because I'm stressed out about it to making sure I do the right one. And on U.S. size one needles, it's hard to determine whether you've knitted or purled. It's You have to take the string and pull it out and see where the knot is at. It's, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But I love the fuzziness of it. It's just like fuzzy socks. So I'm not... Don't get me wrong. I love the waffle socks. But they are... They can be a bear. I will tell you that they can be a bear to knit. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be honest with you. I haven't been real good about counting uh, how many rows I've done. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so um, I've started, I've counted the rows, multiplied it times four. So I, I'm at 32 right now. So we'll say plus the five. So 37. So I'm thinking I may do whatever multiple of four is so four is 32 eight times four so maybe either 40 and that gives me 45 or maybe go to 60 i'll probably go to 60 on this so then that way the cuffs are bigger so everybody can see the colors because if not the cuff is going to be one color and then the foot will be another color it's and it'll only be two colors and then the next sock will be another set of two colors so i don't think i want to do that either that could be really awkward socks so i'll probably do a a 60 count and let's see eight times eight 64 so i'll do 64 with the five we'll put it closer to 71 so that'll be good but So anyway, local yarn store, again, is on the 29th. If you do go to your local yarn store, take a picture. Take a picture in there and tag them in social media. Um, If I tend to try to follow everybody that follows me on Instagram, um, sometimes I miss one or two. And if I do, just tag me and say, hey, can you follow me? And I will. Not a problem. And I am just so looking forward to local yarn store day. It's just one of those great days. And 
granted, they won't wind your yarn for you. And there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of people out during local yarn store day, but it is great. It is just, you know, it is one of those best things. There is a yarn festival going on in Seguin and it is the yellow fiber, yellow fiber rose uh, festival. I will not be going to it. Um, I'll probably, it fell on local yarn store day and I had to choose one or the other. So I'm choosing local yarn store day because, um, while all my favorite yarn (laughs) dyers will be there, I do go and I purchase their stuff at the local yarn stores. So it'll be good. And We'll be excited by that. But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've really had a blast making it, um, talking about my socks, talking about local yarn store day, and talking about future socks and being a little patriotic with my socks. And considering July 4th is in about two months, a little less than two months, um, I encourage you, for those of you that are slow knitters, to get started on those socks. I would love to see your patriotic socks. And for those of you that don't celebrate uh, July 4th, that doesn't mean you can't show me your socks from your country. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you guys. And I hope you guys stay safe and warm or cool, <laughs> whichever the temperature case may be, um, where you're at. And I hope you're enjoying knitting and weaving and doing your fiber arts. Stay safe, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Love y'all.